The sleepy town of Tyson's Corner, Virginia, isn't notable for very many things. Hot dogs, eh? Get your hot dog. It's home to 23,000 residents, two Apple stores, Apple store, eh? Get your MacBook Pros. And of course, one disappearance. Brian Lind, a 47-year-old bungee jumper and tactical paper mache enthusiast, was on his way to a rainforest cafe in Tyson's Corner, Virginia, when he went missing. Pornography, get your adult books. I'm here online with uh, Owen Igmar. My name is Clark McCarthy. How are you doing today, Owen? I'm doing okay. Yeah, I feel energized, activated, and excited for this next part of the journey. Excited to get some justice for Brian and us possibly along the way. How are you today? Uh, I'm feeling great. I got off the phone with my parole officer and things are going very well with that. It's very, very positive. I don't want to say there's a chance. Listen, I'm not going to jinx it by saying there's a chance I'll find love with my parole officer, but I'm not going to say there's a chance that there's no chance I will find love with my parole officer. So yeah, it's entirely uh, possible. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really excited. And, and just like you, I feel like we're rolling up our sleeves. We're getting into the nitty gritty of, of the, Brian Case, Brian deserves justice, whatever that may be, and so do we. So uh, we've done some digging around, I'd say primarily through Brian's Facebook. His password was very easy to figure out. What I mean, it's just his name. It yeah. Was just his name. That's irresponsible at best. Yeah. Um, I don't know about you, but I feel more fascinated to get Brian, to get to know Brian now. Because what kind of a man just puts Brian Lind as his own password? We changed it, though, because we don't want anyone else going in there. Yeah, we didn't want anybody getting in there and mucking around, creating it as some sort of memorial, tampering, giving. If there is, you know, nefarious behavior afoot, we don't want to give whoever that may be any inkling as to an investigation. Absolutely. We've even gone as far as to continue posting as Brian so that people aren't uh, suspicious. Yeah, that's so important. One of the biggest things I think most like investigators will tell you is one, you cannot let anyone else get into the crime scene. It will contaminate it. And if you don't want, if you don't want people to know there's a crime scene, maybe move into the apartment where the crime scene happened. Yeah. You know, and, and just be there for a while. Yeah. I think I read on the internet once that 90% of crimes go unsolved because they label it a crime scene. And Absolutely. that gives the criminal a heads up, a head start. So I've been wishing happy birthday to Brian's friends on there, saying we should get together, you know, uh, joining some groups that I think Brian probably would have liked, just keeping him active on the internet. Yeah, I noticed that Brian has gotten really heavy into the NRA in the last week or so, which is, you know what, great. Because no one's going to come into that Facebook and try to clean off any of the details. You know, they're not going to be wiping their electronic fingerprints off of this situation. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, I don't want to hold it up anymore. We have our first guest, our first interviewee. Uh, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and uh, tell us a little bit about who you are and your relationship with Brian. 
Sure. Uh, thanks for having me. My name is Cormac McNana. I am Brian's roommate. We've been on the lease for about six months now. Yeah, I just I'd love I'd love for Brian to come back. Were you uh, friends with Brian for a long time before you moved in together, or how'd you how'd you get a uh, roommate? Yeah, yeah, we were like long. Well, we were um, we went to third grade together back at uh, McNean. Cormac was the child of two active military personnel. His family bounced around a lot. It brought him in and out of Brian's life a few times over the years. It's a long and detailed story, but not extremely relevant to the case. So we cut it out. And then I got back into town 17 months ago. Caught up with Brian, needed a place to stay, and uh, I've been, been living with him uh, for six months now. What were you, where were you staying for those 11 months before you moved in with Brian? Um, I was staying close to the army base. It's like a, I got a discount because my parents served, so I had like a nice, they gave me two hots and a cot, stayed at uh, Fort Templeton. Then I just couldn't, I couldn't handle it because I wasn't serving at the time. So it was just like, you can only wake up to alarms for so often and, and not have to go anywhere. You can't go yeah, back you, to bed. You must have been one of the only civilians living on the base. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was me and another guy, and I didn't get to know him that well. But yeah, we were the only civilians there. You could pick us out because we were, you know, we'd be in denims while they'd be in fatigues. And uh, we just, it, I never felt so ostracized. Um, sure. So I, I found, a, once Brian said that there was a place opened up, I jumped on it like a fly on. <laughs> Can I curse? Yeah, please. Yeah. Like a fly on shit. I jumped yeah. onto that. We don't point. want any sponsor. We're looking for sponsors, but we won't accept any sponsorships that we're going to try and rein in our free speech. Yeah. It, that's the truth. They will try to rein in your free speech. Mm -hmm. They will. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the sponsorships we turn down that are just like, please don't curse, please don't have like slurs, and we're just like, that's that's freedom, and yeah. mm -hmm. I'm not going to say no to freedom. Yeah, yep. if I can't put my nutsack in a pair of me undies, then maybe I don't want to speak up for me undies. Exactly. Yeah. If ever I hear a four hymns ad in front of an advertise in front of a podcast, I go bought and sold. These these guys are bought and sold. No longer listening. Yeah. yeah. Let me just say thank shame. you for your um for being adjacent to serving. Yeah, uh, thank you for your adjacent service. Yeah, hey, it's uh what those guys do is hard and I'm I'm happy to be just, you know, neighbors with, you know, the strongest military in the world. Yeah. So, I'll yeah. take the discounts. I, I mean, I do get the discounts. Yeah, um, what kind of discounts are they? What are they discounts on exactly? Yeah, movie tickets, uh, Broadway shows. Uh, I got a pretty nice discount at Ulta. I got some nice skin creams, that sort of thing. I get in the front of the line at a uh, at Southwest. It's those kinds of discounts. Yeah, and and I, I'm not going to hear it either. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not political. I'm apolitical. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I'm just happy to live. I'm just happy to live next to the bravest soldiers in the world. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter what your political beliefs. Everybody loves a discount. Everybody loves a coupon. Um, and that's what they're fighting for, I assume. Oh, for sure. For sure. Uh, discount, discount on a, you know, 
land in another person's country is what I like to think of it as. Mm-hmm. I'm curious, what do you, what do you do right now? Where Currently? Yeah. Currently I'm a, in between jobs. I was a substitute teacher and I teach salsa dancing after 8 PM at the, uh, at Opal, the, uh, sushi bar downtown. You teach salsa dancing at a sushi bar? Yeah, 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 yeah. I have a hookup on the space. They, uh, I bring in the customers. They, they pay for sushi, and then I get them up and dancing. And so, I uh, no, I I think that's incredible. I I if I was able to make it down there, I would love to check out a class. I love to have some pre dancing fish. I like to get pretty full on some pre dancing fish, and then just dancing out those calories. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's exquisite. I'm really excited to you know, once this ankle monitor's off, I would love to come down and check that out. Oh, I would love to have you. I might come down for the dancing classes, um, but uh, I famously uh, only enjoy Walgreens sushi. So I think I'll pass Mm. on sitting Mm. at the bar and having some stranger roll his fingers over my food. No offense to the restaurant. I'm sure it's a lovely place, but yeah, I'm sure it is. I like my sushi packaged uh, by a machine, something I can trust, you know? Um, well, you know what? That's a, a different opinion, but I slept next to a guy that's fighting for your right to have that opinion. So yeah, sure. Please have it. Can you tell me what a little bit, what it was like to have Brian as a roommate? What kind of a roommate was he? He was very uh, clean. He was pretty intensely clean. In fact, he would uh, make sure that the bathroom was, uh, Toilet seat was always down, and uh, the little mat in front of the shower was up after baths. He took baths. Toilet seat always down. Yes. Made sure that the toilet seat was always down. Something about the, the toilet didn't flush very well, so it was something about the, uh, the stench that would come up from it mm. uh, kept him up. Uh, seat cover. Know. Seat cover was down. So, no, we didn't have a seat cover. It was just the toilet seat. Oh, and, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was, there was, a very, there's a very narrow center hole piece for our toilet seat. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was as if we had a seat cover. You could mm-hmm. essentially just put it down and, uh, yeah. Do you suspect that Brian, or maybe you know, had a below average size posterior? Oh, a small, as a, a small butt? Small butt. Yeah, I suspect that. I would suspect that. That would make sense. Tactical bungee jumper, aerodynamics, mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense. I've never seen a guy slip through a cracked door as smoothly or as fast as Brian used to. There'd be times I'd think, all right, I could speak privately on the phone. You realize how, how little space a jar actually is when Brian squeezes his little ass inside of it and uh, catches you talking shit about him on the phone. So as far as being a roommate goes, he was waiting for you to talk shit and then he'd slide into your room? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was waiting for me to uh, confirm his suspicions. And so he'd sneak into my room and uh, overhear me talking shit just to lord it over me so that, I would, so that I'd buy the groceries. He hated going to the grocery store. He said, you remember, that, you, remember you were talking so much shit? You remember I was right, I was inside your... I was inside your closet and you were talking all that shit about me. I said, fine, fine. I'll go get the produce again. 
just to heal up things. Did you and Brian have a grudge then, or or what were you shit? Uh, what was the shit you were talking? Was it? Did you did you two fight often? Yeah, I'd say we had something like a grudge. <laughs> I'd say it was, it was pretty. We'd fight very often, in fact. But I feel you talk to anybody about Brian, they're going to say he fights. Uh, nothing against me personally. I'm a pretty easygoing guy. Brian just. Uh, he would purposefully leave like his diary open and uh, I'd just sneak by and take a peek and come out of a closet and go, Hey, I see you reading my diary. It was little things. It were setups and traps every single mm-hmm. time. Insecure, insecure guy. Love him though. Don't get me wrong. Love him. Very clean, very friendly, super easy going. Yeah. Didn't have a lot of love in his life. I'll say that. So he's single. Yeah. Single. <laughs> yeah, I got him a shirt that said uh, "Virgin by Choice," which was a phrase he would say all the time. I'm a virgin by choice. Oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, I'm happy. Good for him. But to lord it over me was the worst part. He would lord it over you. He would lord it over me. Nah, 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 nah. I'm a virgin, and you're not. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to heaven. Intensely religious man. Intensely religious. I'm gonna go to heaven. You're going to burn in hell with the girls that you were with. That's interesting. Typically, Christians want other people to go to heaven as well, but he seems to... um, Gatekeeper. Yeah. Okay. Gatekeeper. Yeah. He would say, no, you're not going anymore. He'd sneak in, catch me, you know, fondling my genitals and go, ah, look at what you're doing. You're not going to heaven no more, you dirty pervert. I'd go, damn it, I thought I locked the door. A real heaven's gatekeeper. Yeah, a real heaven's gatekeeper. I like that term. Could I use it for my band? Uh, sure, yeah, of course. What kind of band is it? <laughs> it's a prog rock band. Um, we Something like if like three doors down meets third eye blind, something like that. It's like uh, if, they didn't, if they weren't bought and paid for, that's kind of what we would be. I would so, love to actually play a some of my music for you guys. Wow. Well, I mean, we'll see if we have time. Uh, we'll get, uh, we, we won't really need to get through this interview. Maybe at the end you can play some of your music. That would be. Um... We could end the interview earlier and I could go ahead and throw on a couple songs. Not like that much. Just probably like my first EP. I'd love to play it for you guys. <laughs> How many songs are on your first EP? 16. <laughs> Six yeah, songs. we don't have time for that. No, <laughs> definitely not. Um, I just want to be clear though about your music and then we can definitely move on from your music but you said uh, it was like prog rock and then you listed two bands that I don't believe are anything like prog rock because those bands would you say are just normal rock Um, maybe even soft rock I actually think there are too many genres personally and I don't know what exactly is what anymore but yeah probably like pop rock maybe pop rock yeah so we do what they do and then we just kind of put like are sort of like a progressive philosophy into our songs. So I, I don't know if that's the right term, prog rock, but it's progressive rock. Mm, okay. We're all about like inclusion. I would love to play a couple of these songs for you guys. Even just like, it doesn't even have to be my EP. I could play the album. Well, we'll definitely get to that. What's it been like after Brian was, uh, after Brian was gone? What's the atmosphere been like in your home? I hesitate to say peaceful just because it, I, I would hate, I do miss him. 
don't get me wrong, I miss the guy so much, and I would love for him to be found. Um, but as far as vibe for the room in the house, it's, it's probably the greatest uh, living situation I've ever had. I get to watch the TV whenever I want to. Uh, leave doors ajar. Leave door. I mean, I'm a little shocked, but every anytime I leave a door ajar, I get scared. But I can leave doors ajar. I get to play my music. So you, would you say that your life is better since Brian has gone missing? Um, I hesitate to say. Can we make sure that that gets in there? I, I'm, I'm really hesitant to say. Yeah, you want us to make sure that your kind of soft answer, not yeah. thinking aside, gets on there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'd appreciate that. Just because I, I don't want any... I don't want any claims. You know what I mean? Cool. I, I, I want to, the guy's cool off the record. It's been a dream. Okay. It's been a, it's been a dream. My place is so nice now off the record. Off the record. So good. Yeah. Um, on the record, on the record, I'm doing everything I can to find Brian. Everything. Uh, I'm, I will go to no lengths to find Brian. Could you tell us about the day he disappeared, uh, as you recall it, if you were together? Yeah, yeah. Um, what I remember is I was at the house, and uh, he came back from work, pounded on the door, get out of the shower, get out of the shower. I got a big, I got a big, uh, I got a big dinner date to get to. And so, you know, I, I got out of the shower, and. Um, he was in and out like a, like a, like a snap. He, he got his clothes on. He put on his dickies and his dockers and ran out, caught like a uh, ride to, he said the rainforest cafe, but I thought nothing of it. Rainforest cafe, whatever. I didn't think those things were around still, but that's nice. It's a little more than nice. Don't you think? What a rainforest cafe. Yeah. A little more than nice. You get to eat a cheeseburger and onion rings surrounded by the majestic sound of jaguars and exotic birds? Yeah. If, I, if I'm honest, I'm a little upset with the Rainforest Cafe. Okay, just I, be clear, I, this is on the record. Before you say anything you're about to say, this is on the record. Okay. Oh, thank, thanks for the reminder. So on the record, Brian made a good decision going to the Rainforest Cafe. Okay. It's a great, great location. Off the record... I'm banned from the Rainforest Cafe. They uh, told me that I couldn't replace all that jungle sounds, tropical whatever sounds with my prog rock album. I thought, okay, they're just, they're just playing hard to get. So I, I snuck into the audio booth, broke into the, uh, into the whatever you call it, the aux stuff, threw in my album, and uh, they called the cops, tased me a few times. That video went viral. So I don't like the Rainforest Cafe. But on the record, what a good choice, Rainforest Cafe. It's nice. Sons of bitches. <sighs> Getting all worked up here. Sorry, boys. No, it's uh -huh. okay. It's um, okay. It's a stressful time. I mean, your your roommate is missing. Yeah, that too. You have been banned from arguably the greatest restaurant chain in the history of the United States of America. Um, and yeah. I understand. It's a very stressful time. I'm curious. Are you currently in a relationship right now? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. something like that yeah yeah i'd say so it's very um, coy if you could say specifics and not be coy about it i would appreciate it yeah yeah i'm uh i'm flirting with a little uh someone who uh 
you know what I mean, uh, doing all that kind of stuff. So you get it, fellas. A boy, a boy doesn't need to speak too loud for the boys to get it. Yeah, thank you for air high fiving us right now. I, I do appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pottery. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. Off the record, I have been seeing Brian's sister. Okay. Sarah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he ha- he was suspicious about it, and he was worried. You know that whole thing, religious fella, but she is amazing. She's, she's, I don't even understand how they were raised together. She's cool. She can talk about things outside of, oh, 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 my day, oh. Unlike Brian, she's hella chill. She can listen to my music way longer than Brian can. She, she's just the best. She's the best. So I've been seeing her off the record. I've been seeing her. And I think Brian was getting a little suspicious about it, but we don't got to worry about that anymore. <laughs> That's very interesting. Um, mm-hmm. What do you think Brian would do if he found out? I don't know. He, I mean, he'd probably use that like fire poker and jab me in the anus with it. He'd be so pissed. He'd be so fire pissed. poker. Fire poker? Fire poker. That's the word, right? Fire poker? It's the thing you poke fire with? Yeah, I just the, uh, is this like a fire poker you used a lot? Did he threaten you with that fire poker a lot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I never took it seriously. Never took it seriously. He's a he's harmless. He's a sweet boy, uh, sweet man, forty seven. Um, he's harmless. Never took the fire poker thing seriously. I just thought it was a way for him to be like, T- uh, I'm bigger than you think. Yeah, demure fella, demure fella. Hey, Cormac, do you mind holding for just a second while we talk for just a moment? Not at all, not at all. I'm going to prep my uh, boombox. That sounds... Um, hey, we shouldn't talk too long because I don't want him to get too far in this process of the boomboxing, but early thoughts is he did it. Yeah, early thoughts is that he did it. And I don't know if I'm blinded by the rage, uh, by his clear lack of respect for the Rainforest Cafe, yeah, but I'd like to about? think... I'd like to think as a professional journalist, I can set my own biases aside and recognize that that Rainforest Cafe hate and jerk murdered Brian. Absolutely. And I hope, yes, objectively, we can agree he probably did it and he's a dumb coward and I don't, I'm sorry. I'm just thinking about the Rainforest Cafe. Um, We should get back to it because he he looks like he's also strumming a guitar or tuning a guitar right now. And it's making me uncomfortable. I'm a little nervous. Yes. Okay. Hey. One, Cor- a two. No. A one, two, um, three, go. Okay. Uh, uh, Cormac. Boat blue. Liberal. Boat blue. Prog rock. So that's just like the, uh, oh, oh, I should have started oh. from the beginning. I didn't realize you guys were back on. No. You guys went, oh, no, 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 we got it. We got it. I don't know how you got control over our mics um, uh, and audio equipment. That was a quick hack there. I figured it out. I got a friend who works at the Geek Squad. Seems like an important friend to have if uh, you were, uh-huh. you know, ever uh-huh. to uh, do something that you needed to hide online. 
Uh, I'm curious. Uh, how are you? Uh, how are you paying for this apartment right now? Uh, currently, I'm uh, I'm able to pay, of course, half the rent with my salsa instruction. I'm mm-hmm. hoping that the other half gets paid for in my uh, the gigs that I book. I haven't been able to book that many right now. Let's just say I uh, fell into a windfall. Okay. Of, you, would you like to elaborate on that? You fellas get it. When a boy knows, a boy knows. Um, okay. One more second. Mac, I just need to borrow Owen for just another minute. I, sure. I'm going to grab my other band members. Okay, great. Uh, or don't. I don't know exactly what he means, but I'm like a little intimidated to ask because I am a boy mm-hmm. and I don't want to be like excluded from that. Like, I don't want to give him any indication that we're not boys. You know, the military adjacent tend to be alpha adjacent and I'm not looking to ruffle those feathers. Mm-mm. I think yeah. we should get out of this quicker than. Absolutely. Cause I don't want to be intimidated by him. Okay. Cormac, uh, just a couple more questions for you. Thank you so much. You've been super mm-hmm. helpful. Really appreciate sure. you on. Um, yeah. Yeah. Of course. Here, just move the amp in. You could fit it through the door. I swear sideways. No, Ooh. I'm curious. Do you like if you do you have any theories as to what happened to Brian personally? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, it took me a second. I was like, Brian, Brian, who? Uh, yeah, the guy. Yeah, uh, my roommate. What happened to Brian? Uh, maybe he. Uh, maybe he met the love of his life at that rainforest cafe. Did he ever get there? Do we? Do we, do we know that? No. Huh. It, it seems odd that he would meet the love of his life as he was a highly religious person and it is hard to keep your eyes off the delicious savory food in the rainforest cafe. So I find that unlikely, um, but Mm -hmm. we will, we will add it to the list of possibilities. Right. Right. You keep bringing up that rainforest cafe thing after I uh, told you how I feel about it, but that's okay. Cause like I said before, I did Sudokus in a place filled with people who fought for your right to speak the way you're speaking. So, so good for you. Just once again, thank you so much for doing that. Um, Mm -hmm. It is an honor. Thank you for your Um, service. Thank you for your Jason service. No problem. That's no Uh, problem. Listen, this has been really, really helpful. Yeah. uh, I guess when we figure out what's going on, you'll, you'll figure it out with the rest of the country. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you're waiting to find out what happened to your roommate. Uh, yeah 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 no not like that you gotta stick the amp there's no way now i can't get out of my yeah okay yeah yeah whatever you guys said i'm i'm very excited for all of that can i just get so how are we gonna make this how are we gonna make how are we gonna make this right how are we, what, are, what are we making right what are we making right so who am i getting the money from uh we're not paying you no one is being paid by this no it would be what you, unethical what do you mean? What do you mean? I was, wait, off the record, what are you guys? Oh. What do you, What are you guys talking about? I thought we were, thought I was getting paid for this. Uh, okay, well, on the record, uh, we are journalists, and it'd be unethical to give people money because then we're, we could be, you know, pushing an agenda as far as the story and how everything. Mm-hmm. Off uh-huh. the record, we don't have money, and we don't want to pay you, and I'll never support you because you don't like the Rainforest Cafe. Yeah. Jesus. Jesus. You could yeah. just stop that. We don't have money. You didn't, then you took it personal. You don't want to pay me. And don't. Yeah. Off the record, we're not big fans of you. Okay. And on the record, I only consider two genres of music 
the Eagles, and all the other crap. So guess what your music, what genre your music falls under? Don't even say it. Don't. I dare you. I Are you part of the you. Eagles? Are you part of the Eagles? <laughs> I could, yeah, yeah, I am a part of the Eagles. I could be a part of the Eagles. Ha! Because, ha! <laughs> I happen to know for a fact that the Eagles love the Rainforest Cafe. Oh, well, then the Hotel California is ostensibly about a rainforest cafe, but they couldn't get the marketing rights to it. So they wrote about another wondrous place. And just if you listen to the lyrics of that song, it's clearly about a rainforest cafe. Oh, gee. Yeah. Yeah. That's why it's so crappy. That's why that's why people. Like oh, my it. God. Yeah, it's crap. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> the Eagles couldn't hold my piss. They are next to my band. We could we we rock out even harder. And we have a message. That's why, no, that's why it's hard for people to hear it. Hey, can I On the record. Can I just uh, say my music. Yeah. real quick, it looks like, because I see your band setting up still, even though we're definitely not going to listen to this, but <laughs> I see that several of those look like children. Can I be very honest with you? It seems like you got maybe like a middle school band and you're trying to teach them your songs. Okay. Okay. On the record. I do volunteer at the middle school and I teach them music. I'm a choir teacher on the record or a band teacher. These little fuckers can go. These guys rock harder than any adult you can imagine. Did you want that on the record or off the record? What did I, I I hope I didn't mess up. I wanted that off the record. I need that job. It's paying my rent since you guys aren't paying me anything. Here, you, now you guys aren't paying me anything. At least listen to, how much can we do? Three albums worth of our, my music right no. now. No. Just right now. Easy. Let's do it. Has anyone said yes to this? Before you start, has anyone ever said yes to, I will listen to three albums worth of music? Not yet. No. No. Yeah. But I figured I, I gave you guys all this content. You might as well. And between the off the record stuff you gave us maybe three minutes of interview <laughs> yeah <laughs> what you, you spoke for eight hours off the record yeah, yeah. why because i want to talk to a couple of people my own age for once i can't talk to these kids they're little they're little you shouldn't be talking to them oh, we're gonna maybe it. be able to squeeze 35 minutes out of this diatribe that you insisted was off the record and that's going to be a solid 35 minutes so why don't you listen to 35 minutes worth of maybe a quarter of my first album if it's anything like the 100 pages of your novel that you made us listen to i'm not interested okay oh just because it didn't end the way you liked it you're listening to 100 pages worth of it (laughs) I just don't understand how someone can sail on a boat through a land of sea and wind. What does that mean? And then I said it was metaphorical. How come you didn't pick up on that little tidbit at the end? You shouldn't write it's metaphorical in the novel. We're supposed to assume that as readers. Yeah, but some people can't assume that, especially these guys. They don't assume it right away. And they're my first critics. So I got to let them know straight up. It's metaphorical. If If you didn't like the book, I'm sorry. I guarantee you're going to love the albums. I can't imagine that. You insisted that the albums were based on the book. Yes, they are. (laughs) The albums are the first draft of my 100-page book. Every single album is a draft. 
Yes, this feels very much like uh, L. Ron Hubbard's Space Jazz, which is a thing, which is, of course, the album he released to correlate with uh, Battlefield Earth. And I don't care for that at all. That's very upsetting to know that this has happened twice in our society. Yeah. And at the start of the book, you said it was based on a song. So I don't know where the original idea came from. It's, it's, it's a sick, a cyclical. It's based on a song. And then the start of my album, you'll realize it's based on a speech and then it keeps going. It keeps going. And then you learn more and more. Also, you didn't like space jazz. You're a damn criminal, a criminal. That's a crime not to like that album. This does feel like you did listen to space jazz and enjoyed that. I did listen to it. I loved when he, uh, he scattered the planets. That was my favorite part of Space Jazz, when he scattered all the planets. He kept making up planets. I think he knew like four planets and the rest of them were made up. Okay, you name four planets. I bet you can't. Uh, You had to come up with them. Yeah, no, Mars, uh, Venus, Mm -hmm. Mercury, and... Mm -hmm. um, Okay, I'm cutting this off. Thank you again, Cormac. We really do genuinely appreciate it. Thank you, Cormac. On the record, fine buying. Thank you. Coming up on the next episode of True Deception, an improvised true crime. I don't, I've never told anybody this, but I did follow him one time. There was a community that he was involved in that we're doing pool noodles, using pool noodles to do a lot of crazy stuff. What kind of appetizer did you get? He was dangerous with paper mache because he had it, he had it on him all the time. He had little doves on him that he could cut someone's ear off. He cut a, a vein and, and like they would bleed out. There's mafia money behind the adult bookstores. That's incredible. Your boss Rudy was a part of the mafia. You know the abandoned YMCA. The new one's nice though, right? Don't you think? I was really impressed. I like the new one, and I like that they stick to, they have a hard, firm stance on you need to be a young man to be in there. Artwork provided by Amelia Jane Murphy. You can follow her and purchase her work at amil underscore art on Instagram. Music provided by Kai Ingle. Please rate and subscribe on Apple Podcast or wherever you listen to your podcasts. It really helps the show. You can follow us and contribute at Deception Pod on Instagram and Twitter.